This is Digital Impact 4Q4. I'm Chris Delatore. Today's four questions are for Dan Cass, co-founder of JustFix.nyc. With funding from a 2018 Digital Impact grant, Dan and his team are leading a data coalition whose aim is to further housing justice in New York City. The Housing Data Coalition, or HDC, is working to make public data more accessible and actionable for housing justice groups. Dan, housing speculation is known to drive displacement because it often requires evicting tenants. Meanwhile, speculators are profiting from the loss of hardworking families who may not be able to afford the rapidly rising market prices of urban centers like New York City. How can more accessible and transparent public data make predatory housing practices a thing of the past? Hey, Chris. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me today. Um, I'm really excited to get to share the work that we do both at JustFix as well as at, at HDC. Um, so, you know, as, as many folks are probably already, you know, keenly aware, um, we're in the midst of a housing crisis in this country, um, both in New York City, in many cities, um, you know, sort of all over the U.S. Um, we're seeing a lot of, of tensions and difficulties um, with just providing folks um, an easy, safe, um, affordable place to live. Um, you know, across the board, we're seeing trends in decreasing opportunities for home ownership, so increasing uh, numbers of folks who are renting um, their apartments. Um, and, you know, in New York, as well as a lot of other places, um, we have never had a higher homeless uh, population than we do right now. Um, and, you know, a big driver of uh, this housing crisis at the moment is just this huge imbalance of, of access and power uh, between tenants and, and the, the real estate industry on the other side. So, you know, if you're an average tenant, um, and again, this should be almost anyone who's living in a city at the moment, um, it's incredibly difficult for you to know um, who, who your landlord is, what's happening in your neighborhood, um, crucial information about your building um, to inform on, you know, the, the larger context um, around, the, you know, your living situation. Um, you know, if you're a tenant who needs to go to housing court, the vast majority of the time you don't have access to free legal representation. Um, well, of course, on the other side, um, almost all landlords, you know, have that, um, you know, paid attorneys who are in housing court, you know, every single day. Um, so our focus, um, you know, at JustFix and HDC is to take public data, to take this sort of information and make it more accessible to give people more power. Um, so, you know, we're working regularly with data that we um, uh, was provided from the city level, the states, the courts. Um, and use that to both, you know, again, make it available in a way that it isn't currently. So just, uh, you know, straight up just making the data available, but also transforming that data into tools that can proactively equip tenants and, or, and, and uh, tenant organizers um, to actually take action. Um, so that includes data on um, shell company networks, um, real estate finance that can give folks a, a much better lens onto who the actors in the space are. Um, know where to, to be targeting their efforts, understanding in real time uh, trends in their neighborhood. And, and so we think that's a, a, not the, the solution to the housing crisis, but an incredibly uh, important tool to have in the toolkit. 
In a promotional video for JustFix.NYC, you describe how thousands of tenants have used the app to document issues and build legal cases against neglectful and deceitful landlords to, quote, navigate the complex bureaucracy of the city services as well as connect with people in your community who can assist with these issues, end quote. Where and how do JustFix and the HDC intersect? How does participating in this process empower tenants and community leaders who may not have a voice otherwise? Yeah, so um, Just Fix began in uh, 2015 um, with my co-founders, George and Ashley, um, and we are a nonprofit. So our, our mission as a nonprofit is to utilize data and technology to support tenants and, and tenant advocates in fighting displacement. Um, but pretty quickly after we you know, began working, it was very clear that there was already um, a, a group of people um, in many different places across the city who were doing some version of this work, um, who were researchers, um, you know, data scientists, you know, data folks that were working at our partner organizations. Um, and so a lot of people were already doing um, really interesting work and, and really critical research um, around housing data. Um, our observation, though, was that there was a lot of this sort of constant wheel reinvention that was happening and a big lack of shared resources. So, you know, you would see the same projects kind of popping up again and again, um, trying to make just, you know, make, you know, use of the data um, in, a, in a very simple sense. Um, and so part of the inspiration around HTC was for all of us just to sort of get in the same room, um, really start to map out, you know, where our work lies and, and ways that we could um, both collaborate as well as ways in which we could continue to work on our respective projects, um, you know, in, in a, you know, in a more dispersed way. Um, so one of the major projects of the Housing Data Coalition is a tool called NYCDB, um, stands for NYC Database. Um, and it's a tool that helps collect data, um, all of this different disparate data from all of these different sources um, that are relevant to doing housing justice work. Um, and puts it in the same place. So all of our projects can now be built on top of NYCDB, and we have good peer review strategies um, and different sorts of ways in which you know now the universe of building these projects has become that much easier. Um, so the that it all sort of is a moot point without having a really meaningful co-design process, um, as you said, that empowers tenants and and tenant leaders um, to have a real active voice in the development of these tools. So, you know, beyond sort of these shared resources that we focus on at HDC, um, we're also really looking and, and, and are constantly focused on creating a space um, where tenants, tenant organizers, technologists, designers, academics um, can come together, but also to be bringing in, um, you know, tenants and tenant leaders um, within those spaces and, and really focusing on ways to um, have transparency, shared, langu shared, uh, shared language, decision-making frameworks um, that allow the people who are closest to this problem to also be the most active participants in, in developing the solution. JustFix began working with tenants in New York City in 2015. Co-founder George Clement says, quote, through our aggregation of data, we have tenants on opposite sides of the city that are dealing with similar issues but have the same landlords. Taking collective action can be the most powerful way to enact not just getting one repair made, but enact meaningful system-wide change, end quote. 
you also see this project as an opportunity to understand how the HDC can serve as a model for addressing community data needs. Do you see similar initiatives happening happening elsewhere in the country? And is there a plan to replicate the project in other cities or to address other issues? Yeah, so great question. Um, that that's actually been something um, through you know the digital impact grant, um, both as in, in within HDC and and also um, in the course of our work at JustFix, um, we've really taken that question on um, in in twenty nineteen. Um, so for the past several months, we've really started to understand what the the ecosystem and landscape looks like um, in different cities, um, and 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 trying to establish you know, what the need looks like in other places. And um, it's, it's very encouraging. So, you know, what we see in other places, um, we think, is very similar to what we were seeing um, at the beginning stages of HDC. We have some really incredible folks, both working in the tenants' rights community, in the civic technology community, um, and, and elsewhere that are doing, you know, interesting work, are trying to support housing justice work, um, and, you know, wherever they're living, if it's in Los Angeles, um, Chicago. Uh, just last week, I was in San Francisco meeting with with folks there. Um, however, um, what we're what we're seeing is is a very similar thing to um, you know again what we really started with with HDC, which was creating space, shared language, and principles um, to have a more collaborative environment in doing this work, um, and really to um, be able to share a, a co design process that allows technologists to collaborate with tenants and, and tenant organizers. Um, you know, I, I think a very common thing that folks who are really interested in civic technology feel is, you know, a, a huge amount of interest. They want to be working on projects. They want to be contributing. Um, but it's not always clear how they can contribute um, in the most effective way. And so, you know, by taking the open source work we've done here in New York, the, the things that we're writing up um, about, you know, the projects that we're doing here, um, we see as a, a way to almost sort of promote um, these projects in other cities and and build similar groups of folks um, who are, are local to that place um, to really start to do this work on their own and, and, and um, how we can support them in that process. Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams says, quote, information cannot stay in the hands of the numerical minority. It must go out to the countless number of majority people who are in need of that information, end quote. The HDC is addressing housing justice from a variety of standpoints. A lack of access to information seems to be the driving factor behind that. Two-part question. First, what about people who can't get online? Can tenants and advocates participate without access to Wi-Fi? And second, is having that access enough? How can tenants and community partners use what they learn to help themselves and each other? Yeah, I think that's a great question, and and that's a question that we've been asking ourselves since the very very early days of of starting our work um, at, at JustFix. You know, uh, to me, it goes back to a, a an amazing quote that I'm going to paraphrase um, from Dana Boyd at, at Data and Society, um, who made this observation that you know, given the digital divide we currently see, um, and and how the vast majority of technology that's currently being developed. Um, is being developed towards very specific um, populations and, and more tech-savvy users. Um, so, you know, Data Boyd has this uh, quote talking about how if you, in the process of building your technology, aren't actively combating that bias and, and inequity um, in the developing of your tools, 
then you're only furthering them that, you know, simply perpetuating the status quo is only making things worse. Um, so, you know, for example, if our tools, you know, uh, one of our tools, um, it helps a tenant um, in the process of bringing a case to their landlord in court. So we streamline the, the housing court process um, for someone who you know, doesn't have legal representation. If we only made that tool easier for someone who was already more likely to be able to use the technology, um, we're only further, furthering that gap and, and widening it. So um, you know, our focus um, is very much on meaningful distribution. So we really partner with organizing groups local neighborhood groups um, that can really put these tools in the hands of the folks who need it the most. Um, so we're not looking to just pick up any type of user, anyone who's gonna use our tools, but we specifically, and through our nonprofit mission, have a focus on the uh, people who are the most at risk of displacement, where uh, you know, have repeated um, and flagrant harassment from landlords who are be in the state of being evicted and, and things like that. Um, but it also call, speaks to the need for accessibility and usability. Um, so, you know, we focus on creating, um, you know, SMS-based tools that are deeply accessible. You know, even my, my grandma uh, knows how to text and send emojis. And so we, there's a huge opportunity to deliver services um, through that platform. Um, and we also create ways, um, and this was sort of learned through our design experiences and, and through the past several years of, of deploying our, our tools, um, that we also create pathways for advocates, um, caseworkers, paralegals, um, anyone who might be supporting tenants to actually be able to use it on their behalf. Um, so a percentage of the folks that are able to use our tools are not using them directly, but um, we have folks that are already helping them and we're making those advocates' lives a lot easier and, and streaming their workflows as well. Um, and you know, towards your second question, I think that's another really great, just like deep existential question about about our work. Um, you know, level, you know, uh, creating access and just making information um, easier is, of course, an important step in the right direction. But we don't pretend that that's the solution. Um, you know, uh, our focus on just fix and 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 I think what's reflected in our tools is a desire to just go beyond uh, simply displaying information. Um, you know, there's a lot of tools that you could potentially think of that will just display, you know, here's the violations in your building, here's some, uh, you know, data points, here's like a, some good visualizations. Um, we think that's great, but we really want to translate that into actions. Um, so how can we leverage this data in a way to provide more personalized sets of tools, um, to use that information that we have to streamline these processes? So, for example, and as you heard in that quote from George, um, we're able to use our data analysis that connects landlord uh, buildings. You know, uh, oftentimes landlords register, you know, shell company networks um, to sort of hide what buildings they're, they're involved in. Um, we're able to use data analysis to connect those buildings together um, really meaningfully for the first time to build more proactive class action litigation, um, to inform more proactive uh, code enforcement from folks at city agencies. Um, so we're really looking to not just open up access um, and provide information, which is, of course, important, um, but to really bring that to the next level in terms of um, having that actually result in concrete actions um, that can really change some of the underlying dynamics of uh, landlord harassment, evictions, and, and displacement in New York. Um, great. So, yeah, if you're looking to learn more, our website um, is justfix.nyc. Um, we're on Twitter as justfixnyc. 
Um, and if you're interested in learning more about the Housing Data Coalition, um, that website is housingdatanyc.org. Dan Cass, co-founder of JustFix.NYC. Thank you. Digital Impact is a program of the Digital Civil Society Lab at the Stanford Center on Philanthropy and Civil Society. Follow this and other episodes at digitalimpact.io and on Twitter at DGTLImpact with hashtag 4Q4Data. Data.